Hello and welcome to Between the Rolls. I'm your host, Lily, and this is my co-host. Emerald Dragon. And, uh, so, we had our first session. Yes. Yes, we did. What did, what did you think? Had... I know the start was a little shaky, and a little bit of the recording was a little quiet for everyone. I should have it fixed now for everyone to be about the same level. <laughs> right? Hopefully? Fingers crossed? I'm hoping. I haven't double-checked uh, since I let you know, but... Hell of a first <laughs> session. <laughs> so... I started off with like the 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 mayor of the town that they're all currently in, uh, like dressing up kind of like for Halloween, but it was just trying to find individuals, and he was supposed to be testing his way of dress and his way of vibrato for the town because he's such a this oddball, right? And so we're just going. I'm just like handing out free tickets to the players to get them all into one location. So we can start our session zero, get everyone chatting, right? Would you, would, what did you think about that? I know it needs to be worked on a little bit, but what, what was your initial thought process for that? I thought it was an interesting way of doing it. I mean, social gatherings being how the party meets isn't necessarily a new opener, per se, but the way they were introduced to it was not what I expected. I can tell you that. I was surprised when you initially presented the idea to me. We had very suspicious people, and then we had very, like, accepting people. Uh, kind of. Right? Right. We, like, Zach's character, very suspicious. Like, way over the top. Like, try to... Try to help... help roll that back just a bit but and i'm glad you you chimed in too <laughs> right he was right. like it was a little over over the top of yes it. very but, uh, suspicious very 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 suspicious uh, suspicious don't be suspicious don't, don't be, be suspicious, suspicious. <laughs> 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 so we have and then your character also was accepting, but, uh, like, a little curious? Mostly curious. Um, yeah. Suspicious, suspicious but curious, not I think. overtly so. Until the very end, where noticed everyone, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that portion a little bit later. Yeah, but it was very it was very fun to just introduce the characters and you had this bard of Mayor Joy and just introducing himself to get everyone in and having having just just having a grand old time and has the best entrepreneur neighbor that they could have and you know. <laughs> I still love that uh, the two weaker individuals actually did better at the quote-unquote strength test. 
because it wasn't actually a strength test. It was an applied strength test. It was a it was strength and wit. Yes. Like exactly. Your thought process is to is to be where you are. To how do how do you bring it forward? Right? Can you use your brains and your sh- applied strength to do it, not just brute strength? Because anyone could have gotten through with brute and, strength. But... <laughs> and me with that nat twenty on the ropes, like. <clears throat> yeah. Uh. Oh my lord! That At was, one point, that, that was, was what luck. three nat twenties in a row. I have never had that oh. happen. I've had it happen once, but not in any campaign where I was running it. You know, I've had four nat ones in a row, killing my character. <laughs> we get into the we get into the castle manor, the manor, you know, into this manor house that's dressed up like a castle and everyone has to give over their weapons how did you have to feel about that i was hoping i'd be able to sneak past with the cane because you know it's a cane (laughs) but uh i kind of wasn't surprised you know i asked the very specific question well what do you think of the is the cane anything else like, are you going to try and go the, I'm going to, you know, try to uh, false my way through it so I can keep the cane with me? Or am I going to have to try and, you know, do another well, I'll be honest with you. I was expecting that if anything came up, I would just be able to, uh, you know, oh, geez, a little bit of uh, Eldritch Blast or a little bit of uh, Expeditious Retreat. Maybe hellish rebuke right. if absolute, absolutely necessary. With that, though, you had all of the time to do it, right? Mm-hmm. You could have easily done it. And then we have just this this one moment where Zach's character, uh, Johnny B, is like, I don't want to give up my weapon, but if you give up yours... I'll gladly do so. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was such a good little tit to tat to get everyone to put in their weapons. Well, For and the opening, the little no problem. I I love. See, Johnny B and Heron almost instantly built a rapport because as soon as um, Zach said what he said about the weapon. Uh, I, I can't remember word for word right now, but, you know, something about, uh, it makes a boom, right? Yeah, boom. And yeah. Heron's just like, oh, you mean like this? Eldritch Blast! <clears throat> Sends up a cloud of smoke on the nearby hill. <laughs> and then goes... And then oh, he like does the same thing boom. with his gun, basically, and flies <laughs> back five feet. <laughs> showing off the knockback feature and not right. prone. Right. And you think about that and that's just kind of like <laughs> these two are going to get along. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Like cuz one is fine. one is doing it through you know, oh, hey, I have gunpowder. I have metal. I have wood. 
What can I do with it? Oh, I can do this. Kaboom! Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, then you have the derpy little doctor that, that that is just can just shoot a ball of eldritch energy out of their freaking fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move into like, oh yeah, we're gonna go look at you know the library or go hang out, have a couple drinks before before dinner and everything, and have an explanation of what kind of things are going to happen. You found an interesting book on the shelf. Well, that that was interesting. Um, I felt that quite interesting. Mind flayers and birds. Yep. And, uh, of course, Rin, wasn't it? Yep, Rin, um, just, just like a bird, wrote the book. Yeah, uh, which also surprisingly actually converts to an old uh, to an old English letter, uh, which became a Norse rune and was also a Latin letter that that's actually the name for, uh, which I find ironic because there is some history there. I kind of came across that name accidentally, but. Hey, it, it worked out in your favor. Like, give you a little extra thought process and other things to keep the mm -hmm. ball rolling and keep everything moving along. And hey, we got to uh, find out here in like uh, herbal teas. Eh? <laughs> herbal teas. Herbal You're a teas. tricky one. You're a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you listen to the broadcast and I definitely suggest you do there will be a there's some spoilers that we'll be going over that you probably should go listen to you know the broadcast or go watch the VOD or on YouTube or listen because I upload to to wherever you listen to this podcast the, the session before where yes the bartender and the platypus were in on it. And <laughs> as a little bit of tidbit, uh, what it was used to put everyone to sleep was more of an herbal and non-dangerous. Non, like, so everyone was, you know, drinking. And the one thing that they missed was when I said everyone roll constitution saving throws, I, I said everyone. If you're drinking, anything is what I meant by that. And so everyone rolled and didn't catch that the one person who was drinking herbal tea also had to roll. <laughs> so, haha! You, I, I was, I was doing it. I was going in, and you only, I, just, I made you roll twice for Constitution saving throws, and only one of them was for alcohol. The other one wasn't. And you, you just barely missed that one before you realize your mistake. <laughs> Best part is, you didn't know where to look next because the bartender was out first, faking it. <laughs> Which I should have noticed. Because if it had been administered at the same time in the same relative dosage, then it should have affected everyone approximately the same. 
Well, I also took into consideration that, you know, and it was knocking people out based on weight, too. That's why I said, you you really don't have much to go, you know? That's right. You were the because last... Heron only weighs so, about I... 90 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was just going through, and I was like, yep, you're out, you're out, you're out. By the time you realize what has happened, you're out. <laughs> so... It was absolutely wonderful. Got you all tied up. And Next time I'm sticking to water. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be drinking water from here on out. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> the... the other side of that, too, is where all of this is happening. If you paid attention to the stream, Harry never removes the mask at all. And is drinking from underneath the mask, is doing everything like that, and is trying to move, you know, just move things along, is trying to be casual. And, you know, we're, we're playing it off as human variant. I mean, you, you can catch there's something going on there, but we're not releasing any information until much later. Heron may not be all that he seems to be. And, uh,. I'm just going to stick with Variant Human for now. Right? What other characteristics of your character do we have? What What's some of your personality traits to go with it? Well, um, Heron came from a relatively expansive, for the region, city. Right? There's a lot going on in this place. Uh, presumably, if you're looking to find the criminal underbelly, you look hard enough, you will. Um, but there's also... The law is a prevalent force, and you're not going to just get away with things easily without connections. Right? Right. And... Despite, however it may work in the rest of the region, you can't necessarily just do what you want. Heron grew up on the poorer side. Um, they were abandoned at a young age and taken in by a doctor. And that's actually where they've got their outfit from, is they inherited it from this doctor. Heron only knew this doctor for about a year, though, unfortunately, because they actually got dragged off uh, after Heron told them to hide, right? Or rather, not, not Heron, but uh, after the doctor told Heron to hide. And later, Heron made the conscious decision that okay, they might come back, I should gather up what I can and keep on the move and keep away where I won't be found as easily and where I can still do what I need to. So, he started gathering up all the supplies that he could, the basics, right? Yeah. Including 
at one point along the way, after leaving the doctor's house, finding a little kitten bee. Uh, said kitten bee was very young at the time and had gotten separated from its hive. And Which can be very dangerous for kitten bees. Exactly. And seeing what had happened that they were alone. Uh, Heron already knew a little bit about them. Took some of the supplies that he had, took a little piece of meat out, and tried to coax the young kitten bee to him. And succeeded. And they've just been together since. Because the kitten bee doesn't really have anywhere else to go, and Heron has been nice to them. And Heron met the uh, the the breeder of those as well. Yes, yes. Uh, to which the breeder of those actually stated it was impressive how well Heron had taken care of it. If memory serves. Yes, especially because, yeah. Especially surprised to see one alone like that, other than like one of the ones. And that, he that Heron had already had it modified. for three years. Yeah. So it's very much an interesting. Like, I want to get more into the kitten bees later, but. It's it's just a fun little thing that I was like, you know what, I am going to accept that into my campaign and make a new style, a new variety of them, and make them, like, as useful as any other, like, pet or uh, familiar. And give them a little bit more stat. I'm still working on that, by the way, for yours. To give it uh, the right dynamic for what we're what we're going for. But I love I love the idea. I thought you were just you were joking at first and I didn't realize you were actually in, <laughs> in, incorporating it. So I just went with it cuz I was like, okay, that's fine. Had an idea. Yeah, no. Uh, part part of it. the part of the background that I chose allowed me a pet, right? Just a small one. And originally I had just picked like a a mouse or a rat or something and then you shared that with me. And I just said, yeah, no, retconning, I want that. Because <laughs> we hadn't started yet, and I didn't figure it'd be too big of a deal anyway, you know? Right. It's, it was very, it caught me off guard a hair, but not, not enough to, you know, say, no, we're not doing it. So I was like, okay, cool, <laughs> we're rolling with it. It works. It really does. Because when you think about it, too, it just, it really is a good companion for just being a pet, right? Very small, very out of the way, as demonstrated there, was capable of just staying under the hat. Right. And... Obviously, Heron was letting it out every now and then and letting it crawl around or fly or do whatever and eat and drink. And and I will say, your, your kitten bee is just fine. They, 
they didn't they didn't harm the kitten bee in any way. Kitten bee Stayed was angry. Kitten, Kitten B was angry, was but hat. stayed with Heron <laughs> as much as possible. And was fed and was given water, too. So Good. they took care of your pet while you were knocked unconscious. Good. They weren't going to be total assholes, okay? They, they, they wanted to... Their goal was to bring you there alive, not dead. Right? So Right. Still, they knew you were Heron angry about is it. distasteful just... of the platypus. Oh yeah, no, no, everyone is. Everyone's like, I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> and the better, the better yet was the, the bartender. Ah, oh, walked myself into that one, didn't I? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just like, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. go drink. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Me just sitting there thinking I should have been immediately suspicious when there was a bartender. Thinking back on it, you know. Oh yeah, and and starting and starting off with the good stuff. Yeah, and ending no on kidding. Not so good stuff. Hmm, what's going on here? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I wonder. Well, we see how that went. <laughs> hey, I gave signs and no one went with it, so I had to. I had to continue my plan. <laughs> hey, well, I got you know, everyone. There to the was next. actually. If you think about it for a minute, you'll realize the other part of why Heron avoided alcohol a little bit. We've talked about uh, the character me and you have privately, so given what you know about it, if you think hard enough, you should be able to figure it out. We got into, like, I already knew, because I already warned everyone that we were going to be directing them, so we're going to this location. Because... This was just to get to know everyone type of campaign. That's its right. Main goal. It was to set a premise for the adventure. So everyone knew, hey, this is what you kind of are going to expect. We're expecting some, you know, a lot of role play and a little bit of combat. And how how are we going to fi- figure out puzzles, right? So we understand, hey, I'm not going to do something crazy, but we're going to do something reasonable. We have this whole plan that we're going to go through. And then when we get to the next location, you have free roam. Go where you're going to start. Start how you're ever going to start. You know, and we're going to, and we're just going to move from there. I, I just wanted to get a, I wanted to get a vibe going. Everyone understanding what kind of role they are a bit more, you know, we got a ranger, we got a warlock, we got a artificer, and we have this bard traveling together. Uh, I was going to, if for any reason anyone caught caught who was doing it, you could have stopped, could have stopped it and had the antidote like forcibly taken from them to basically get everyone to back up and going, and then they were going to be able to get away, and they were going to leave a clue to where they were going based on the knowledge of the, the characters that I had with me they'd want to go after them yeah yeah that that probably would have played out pretty close to that like oh no you're not getting off that easy not after trying that crap on us we're gonna we're gonna find you 
and you gonna pay for it, and you ain't gonna be happy when you do. <laughs> so I knew that we had this dynamic that if they really wanted to, they're gonna go after this group anyway. And I've already told them that we're going to this location, so they should at least follow that clue forward for it, at least, minimum. Mm -hmm. It worked. Because yep. my plan worked as originally planned, and then they have to resort to <laughs> backup plan A. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. We got we got there. But everyone's okay. Like Most... was like was mentioned, of course, at the end, it still had the potential to go very astray. They're right at the very end. Oh yeah. Because no, absolutely. Yeah, I realized what was going on last minute. Last second. Last second, yes. That's actually Literally more appropriate. The last second. That's actually more appropriate. And, ooh, nope, nope, nope. And Heron is just going nuts before... <laughs> like, I gave you a half a second more than everyone else because you're like, oh, I realize what's going on, try to force myself awake, and it doesn't work that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to put yourself right, just like, much faster. <laughs> Slap, slap. Just, you know, wake up. And I'm just rushing over the bartender. Just, coffee, I need coffee. Give me coffee. But he's Bartender's asleep. out. It's like, <laughs> coffee. But, you know, I, I loved that dynamic. It was great. We got everyone going. And I, I honestly just love how well this group works out together so far. We put the two new players together to try and figure out a, a simple puzzle and break it. <laughs> right. Then we put the two veteran players together and they get a similar puzzle and... Just absolutely yes, crush it. <laughs> yes, they figured out the puzzle the way it was supposed to be figured out, but almost attempted to try and break it like the other group did. No. No, I was not attempting to break it. No, not you. I said almost, meaning <laughs> you directed back to it. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Here I am, just like, no, close. no, no. Let's not break it. There's an easy solution here. I know it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you may not know what the puzzle is, Precisely, but you had a better idea what the puzzle was than what apparently three quarters of the people. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely not expecting the whole. Oh, the two new people are getting one room and they're starting, and I'm like, I would prefer to have you, <laughs> you know. It worked out though. It did. And it showed them the difference between newer players and veteran players. Yeah. It's almost kind of a good example of the two extremes as well of how you can handle a situation, actually, which worked out kind of nice. Yeah, it it did kind of Cause like a lot. Well, and you know, while it... While it wasn't necessarily probably what you're looking for, it might have actually ended up better. 
in that right. particular instance. It, it was just an interesting, hey, this just happened to turn out this way. Like, they were, oh, let's go together. Like, all right, go on. You know, I was like, okay, no. It, it turned out all right. It was not right. as terrible as expected. They still got through the door. I thought it was hilarious, though, after you you both figured out the apples thing. For, mm-hmm. hey, how many clicks back are the drawer? And then it was, and then literally the audible sigh from both Fern and <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Realizing. <laughs> just the sudden realization. <laughs> oh. That's what they were for. And, and just Hare and, and Zimmy walking in to uh, Ovis's horns being tipped with apples, foam apples, and just sitting there the thinking... The foam apples, so just like... What did you do? <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Why did you do that? Like, it was so funny. It just... <laughs> and, and just... I, I love how Ovis just asks, How did you solve it? <laughs> that that made them feel a little worse, I think, when they heard the actual solution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Hey. But weren't there like yeah. 40 some odd apples or something in theirs? No. You both had about the same number. It was just slightly different. It, I think there was 14, you had 12. That was literally the only difference. Mm. It was not that much of a difference. but. So I know, must have misheard the number that you said during the session because it sounded to me like they had a lot of them. Well, here's the thing, too. I was only keeping track of how many apples I was needing for each room. Mm-hmm. And I didn't write them down. I just gave just a just a number that I could keep track of for one room, and then I wrote, and then I did it for another. But that was it. It was only meant for that. So when it came time to actually doing it, I was like, you know, I could have kept some of the information for myself for later, but <laughs> I thought it'd be better for the dynamic to change you know what I mean? Right, to change it. how many people are in the room. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, three, four, five, or five... Oh, I think it was five, three, four is basically one I used for... Seven had was in one, and five in another, right? Uh-huh. So... I, I, I was just trying to make it so... It was something simple, something you could easily remember in your head, right? Right. And for the most part, it was true. It was true for me, at least. <laughs> I just... Oh, also, I love how Zimmy's first approach was just... Okay, we're gonna put apples in all the drawers. <laughs> like, even numbers? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, it, it was funny, but I mean, at the same time, I'm just like... Really? I mean, we're gonna move the apples. We're I gonna mean, move the apples. 
we're gonna move the apples. Oh boy. I didn't move the apples. I know, but I was just like, <laughs> "You're doing what now with them? You're doing, you're doing what?" Oh come on! Oh come on! Why? <laughs> I hope you kept track of how many apples were in each. Yeah, I had made a point of it. Yes. I knew that there were so many apples in each drawer. I think and I, I had it memorized just I, enough to keep track of it. So if you said, I right think I got the bottom like, oh, and nuts. I think I got the bottom and the middle drawer confused, but at one point, yeah. But also, nothing too. Ridiculous. I mean, you have to admit, my idea for using the quote-unquote metal ring to tie the ropes to had some merit because it would have kept them tensioned against each other if it had been an actual yeah. metal ring. Yes. Which is exactly why I made a point, especially after considering, and I will admit it was slightly metagaming, uh, especially after considering that one of the chairs in the other chamber was balsa wood. Yes. Well, I also said splinters appears to be. I also said appears to be metal from a distance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You wouldn't know until you picked it up, but it looks shiny like metal. So I was just like, yeah, I got, I got this. I got this. Let's see, let's, let's see what you do. <laughs> when there was the potential for a false item, I was just sat there yeah. like, ooh, yeah, no, we're going to double check before we try that. Don't want to break oh, nothing yeah. that might be important. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely get that. By the way, the the ring would have uh, pieced back together and still worked, so... So if you knew you broke hmm. it, you would have been fine. Well, that's good to know. It would, have broke, it would have broken two pieces, and you just put the two pieces back together into a... I did notice that we had some incredibly agile people at the party. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa, we're all dexterous here. I mean, really. We're going to have some tough times when it comes to any strength-based anything. Yeah, yeah, actually, I think that's a running theme in the party, too, is uh, very little strength stat. Oh, yeah, very little strength stat. Higher dex stat than almost anything else. Yeah, so uh, it's <laughs> it's interesting. It, it, it's It's got its merits. It's got its fun quirks. So it's just like, yeah, we, we got this. It's going to be fun. Well, and when you really think about it, like, if... If you don't have to use strength, it becomes a dump stat. Because right. it only has one skill check. Also, I was really hoping, potentially, we were going to get a, a paladin in our group. I was just like, you said you want to go different. You said different. Okay, cool. You're like, healer. I'm like, ooh, we could... Mm. Are we getting... Are we getting a... Are we getting a cleric? Are we getting a paladin? Ooh, come on, tell me we're getting a paladin. Ranger. Alright, alright, Simon. I see I see where you're going with it. Like, it can work. We're, 
It'll make it fun. That's for sure. You're different. Well, you Dash see what works. I'm doing. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be part monk. I'm gonna be part rogue. And... Oh yeah, shenanigans. It's gonna be good. Yeah. No, it's gonna be shenanigans. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. It's one of these that it's just gonna be really. You're definitely gonna have to think about what you're gonna do next. But this might have an opportunity to, with, with less issue of splitting the party. Because you know what the problem with splitting the party usually is. Hmm. The Weaker? issue of you 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 you're not balanced. But if you're all basically the same strength type you're balanced no matter what happens if you split the party as long as you're two and two what happens pretty balanced you're still kind of balanced you you don't have that whole one is weak and the other is strong and then you have that whole issue of like that balance that comes with the whole group but with being so similar in and, and yet different to right. just hold your own in, in a situation instead of having one that's weaker at something and then going, oh, you're going to you're gonna let, bring this part down like you're not having that issue as much. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're not having your deceptive person try to go with the most honest person, you know what I mean? You should be fine. Right. Which, um... We'll see how I end up playing Heron, but so far it's looking more like it's going to be honesty is the best policy. Actually, irony, I'm looking at my level 20 build for this character. Deception and Persuasion are both at plus 9. I'll be riding that middle line real hard, just teeter-tottering back and forth is what'll end up happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that makes so much sense, too. You know why? Mm. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. I forgot I chose chaotic neutral. That's half the reason I wanted to play this character is because of the whole concept with a chaotic neutral personality. Yeah. <laughs> as, as Heron is explaining and, and going through the book that was there and I know you put it back on the shelf but mm -hmm. I know you made a note of it right I did one interesting thing that you kind of missed in the book about the search was where the author is from where the author is from Ooh. But that was the only thing you missed out of the whole book. Because you, you decided to put the book back before dinner. But you made a note of it. So you're saying there's a potential that I could go find another copy and pick up where I left off. Yes. Good. Theoretically, you might actually find it easier now. Fair enough. Uh, the, 
The author is from the island where we're going. <laughs> Funny. So there's a there's a potential there's a potential ch potential chance of running into this character. I'm just putting it out there. I I know you are allowed to meta game in my game. No one else is really allowed to. <laughs> I, I love that I gave you that as an extra little added benefit. You're the Deadpool of the group, basically. <laughs> because even if you die, you're not really dead. Deadpool. You just become a new character. That is the, the character that's inside your character. Yes. Yeah, you become the patron. You, you, you turn into your own patron and uh, go from there, which is fantastic. I love that dynamic that we're going to go with. Yes. It's and, a good dynamic. Like, it's also the reason why we don't sail west. <laughs> Especially not at sunset. East? I thought you said weast. Weast. <laughs> no! <laughs> you fool! What have you done? <laughs> so I just I love it like I am excited to see how you're going to uh, work around that to work around that like if you actually successfully avoid being taken over <laughs> by your patron <laughs> what your your patron considers west when we reach the new dynamic of the whole entire campaign. Oh, the new dynamic, you say? Yeah. Like, remember how I was thinking about incorporating Spelljammer after this portion of the campaign is completed? Oh, right. So, I'm kind of curious. Well, I'll have to talk to you more about it when we get to that point. Where in the universe you'd have to travel that'd be considered the westbound travel right and i'm thinking like if you travel towards your patron you know what i mean so Ooh, what if my patron is in the astral plane your patron's not from there though we both know this maybe they're just trapped there right exactly what if they're in the astral plane trapped <laughs> mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out more but I, I wanted to say that a little bit because I was kind of curious I, I was like hmm. hmm what curious circumstance be this like there's an easy way of getting you to to bring him back and there's a hard way going to Spelljammers the hard way <laughs> sailing west during sunset that's the easy way So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what happens. You know? I want to see what happens. Because it'll be interesting. Oh, and you know I'm going to be able to play this out either way. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be very fun. And then I everyone else... I want to play my patron, though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like we said, if Just it happens, it happens. I can you're not imagine do it how that would go. 
<laughs> but remember what I said too. Like you're just gonna play it for a little while. We're not we're not gonna try and you know you're do, we're doing a full campaign do with your patron, right? We're not running a whole campaign with your as a you as a patron. We're just fi- we're finishing out that mm-hmm. session as you as the patron, or it may be into the next session depending on where we end. <laughs> but that's about it. Like give you some time to make your new character and work from there, but. Like, I think it's going to be absolutely just phenomenal to get into Spelljammer when we can. I'm, I'm just saying. In before hoping... Heron becomes so powerful that the patron now uses him as a patron. Yeah. <laughs> Learn to take over the patron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's less likely to happen, but at the same time, I'm not going to stop it from not happening. We're just going to have fun with it. Heron is actively fighting off this patron. Why wouldn't they try to, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing that doesn't make sense in that that aspect. Like, we just... Heron got into the deal, did not realize what they were getting into, now realizes and is just like, I have to find a way to stop this because they are not going to stop. Right. Uh, but wishes to maintain their powers, obviously. I was also thinking, because I've been doing a lot of referencing stuff. I know you picked up on some of the references in the campaign. Indeed. Yeah. So, you you want to start letting us know what you, which ones you did pick up so I can tell you the other ones? Well, you know, that's actually a little hard because I would have to... My memory is good. I don't know that it's that good. Let me put it like that. Um, okay. No, that's fair. I would, however, be more than welcome to going back through and making a commentary at some point. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, no, that would be great. Like, we go through, we just, as we listen to the campaign, we go through the, and we do a commentary. I think people would like to listen to that, too. Maybe. They'd have to let us know, though. Maybe. They'd have they to let would. us know. They would have to let us yeah. know. So, have to know if you're listening to DD this, Twitter. if you're listening to this, let us know. <laughs> let us know on Twitter. Our links are in the bio. So it's just one of those things. I love this. I, I love the <laughs> dynamic of the whole thing. Spelljammer is going to be fun because I'm actually incorporating my favorite TV show as its premise. Futurama. Oh, I was about to say, you mean ding, 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> so if you're wondering why a lot of my alerts on Twitch are still have the sounds for it, it's just because I want to keep that in mind. We have at least a few good fans of Futurama <laughs> in our... Like, I'm a huge fan. My brother's a huge fan. I'm You're a huge a fan. fan. Oh, no, I'm a yeah. huge fan. I'm <laughs> gathering up all of it I can. Uh, Trying to watch Fern, it. I know, I know Fern. I know Fern likes it. I don't know about Simon. That's the only one. I kind Only of. One I don't know. Is it to be fair? I like a lot of Matt growing stuff just in general. Yeah. Um, oh, especially uh, disenchantment. Yes. 
Looking forward to another season. Don't know when it's coming out, but looking forward. I have no idea either. I'm excited. Uh, but all the references that I'm just going to add, it's just, I'm just sprinkling them in. <laughs> the one that is uh, there... The, when I said Mr. Platypus was involved, you thought of Perry the Platypus, and that wasn't where I was heading. <laughs> Not quite. No, but technically that is a reference that could be made. And I just, that's the thing that comes to mind, because that was an absolutely hilarious show, and I loved the dynamic between Perry the Platypus mm-hmm. and Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Oh, and I just realized, too. Platypus, doctor. What have you done? You have introduced a platypus to a doctor. What have you done? (laughs) Well, surprise. The platypus is not evil. The platypus was tricked by someone who is evil. Oh. The bartender was just hired by the platypus to help. Oh, goody. And last but not least, I found someone who did an amazing job of, like, Gnome Depot. Okay. <laughs> Gnome Depot. I wanted to use Gnome Depot so bad, but I couldn't find the reference for the person so I could give them credit for Gnome Depot. Sorry, still haven't found it. I, I'm working on it so I can use it and credit them appropriately. Right. So if anyone knows, hit hit me up on in my in my you know my DMs. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. But I honestly am looking for the so I can reference that person properly. So I just just saying here more as a joke than anything else. Get your sending stone at your local Gnome Depot today. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, sending stone that's like uh, basically like a debit card? Yes. That was my whole... That was my idea. That was... I haven't heard of anyone else attempting that. Well, like I said, and... it's more as a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just saying... The... Uh, Mr. Fox... Right, Thomas Fox. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep the name because I, I I honestly had the notes in front of me and then they were just gone. It wasn't supposed to be Thomas Fox. It was supposed to be something completely different. I have no idea where it went. It was supposed to be in my book. It wasn't there when I looked at it. So, Thomas Fox is the one in charge of Gnome Depot. Well, Thomas Fox was originally supposed to be a gnome. <laughs> to be the leader of and, and run it, but I made him a half elf. So <laughs> I, I thought it was funnier that way that he's portraying himself in the commercials as a gnome, but he's oh. really a half elf. Yep, he's half elf and half what though? Because that's the question. Half, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him half human, so he looks more like no. In this sense, for the okay. area, right? Okay. And he's, 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 you know, he's doing the change and everything to make himself look like a gnome. 
for his, you know, his posters and stuff like that, and all this dynamic. And really, only the few people who do know who Thomas Fox actually is, uh, yeah. The mayor? The party? They, the, the mayor? Well, the party doesn't fully know, though. They just know he's an entrepreneur, that he's, you know, a very big supporter of the town, and is the biggest, you know, all of the stuff, and has created all the stuff, and no one's really put two and two quite yet together. <laughs> right? So these people know, but they don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, local inventor that happens to be one of the largest contributors to the town. Oh, geez. Is because there his, a company? Because his natural appearance... His natural appearance does not look anything like his like poster appearance or his signage post or anything. <laughs> so he has just enough of a difference that and he doesn't use Thomas Fox for those posters. He uses a he uses a stage name. That's why he's so friendly with the mayor. He's been working with the mayor to help him on his bard stuff, right? He's mm-hmm. like I and he he gave him a wink wink nudge nudge and showed him what he actually is. <laughs> right he showed off that he's like oh i'm this i'm this i'm actually this but this is my natural form i, I want you to learn and so you'll learn more about that later because well oh, the mayor is the reason the mayor was reading the book what oh yeah yeah the, the mayor book. was reading a book yes not that yes. heron knew this heron wasn't there well you were both in the library no you were both in the library no no you johnny was at one point johnny was johnny johnny was the one who did it but you were both in the library at the same time at one point you could have gotten a glimpse could have (laughs) but you were searching for books so you technically missed it I just wanted to point it out. You could have. Because <laughs> you were both there at the same time at one point. You just missed it. But Johnny died. And if you <laughs> talk to Johnny, Johnny would tell you. Most likely if Johnny remembers. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, what book was he reading? Well, funny enough, the mayor is also with the group in the party right now. You just don't know <laughs> Okay. The gnome is also because they think he's the he thinks they're the true uh, inventor for the products at the at the gnome depot store. Mm. So he's with the party. The actual entrepreneur stays in his house, but was tied up there. So oh no, he has yeah he has some uh, interesting things going on there. Uh but he has a ransom note to try and get the uh, the gnome back. Get it? Because you think <laughs> that he's the actual inventor. He's not the inventor. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. whole spiel that I have going on. It's a... Uh... So, you might see Thomas Fox come back again to help. <laughs> but uh, right. actually take care of the situation of being tied up in his own house knocked unconscious the whole nine yards oh geez what happened to this level 20 wizard we heard so much about (laughs) yeah you actually you ready for this they were not accepting any drinks from the bartender directly 
The wizard wasn't? No, no, no one on staff in the in the guard room was. Uh... They were not accepting drinks from the bartender directly. So, how would they uh, get knocked out or have uh, no ability to do anything? They have a ring of null magic. So they really f messed with them. They nullified their magic. <laughs> Level 20 wizard. Dispel. And it put it in a null magic zone for a, just long enough to get everyone out. And they had, because they had the, the actual person in the house there, he was able to lock, to manipulate him to lock all the doors to keep them out. Because he's the only one that can technically keep the others where they're currently located. They can get out of the house through the front, but they could not get into the rooms that they were in to move them. So by the time they realized they couldn't do anything, it was too late. Oh, no. So just too late, by the way. Um, I will say one individual is looking pretty darn rough. You'll, you'll know who it is when it comes up because you'll have to get the checks when you go to try and get your weapons back through your tickets. But, uh, yeah, everything's confiscated on you. You have your mask off, which is interesting. But for safety's sake and for, for everything else, you're in just the right area that no one can see you. No one else was surprised about anything, oddly enough. And they left you your mask sitting next to you, being very generous and very nice. So we'll be starting there. And we're going to be starting with people rolling initiative to see who wakes up first. So Would I still have my clothes, though? My regular clothes, not just the mask? They would be... Uh, checked at least but, but they took the mask checking. off to 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 properly bind you so you couldn't speak right right nothing was technically taken from you good You're, you don't have your weapons obviously because it was locked up tickets. they're magically tickets, bound please. to you still <laughs> you just need to get your ticket your ticket your tickets all of yours are in a folder in, in this building. But you're behind bars right now. So... We'll, we'll see what happens to get the dynamic of people out of there, shall we? <laughs> we're in... We're behind bars. Wait, we're in a jail? Of sorts. Ooh. So, we should leave it there. It's a, a nice little tidbit for future <laughs> future session next week. Right, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it. I love it. It's it's how I'm starting it, and from there it's free roam. Do what you will. Listen, <laughs> hear them out. Karen just goes, Eldritch Blast on the fucking lot. <laughs> it might not be that easy. It might not. You're right. 
But I will say, if anyone can find anything that even vaguely resembles, say, Thieves' Tools, Heron is yep. proficient. And even with, like, non, like, guaranteed Thieves' Tools, you'd, you'd be all right. You can get away with a, you know, a modified version to... <laughs> I think the two people have thieves tools that they could actually use to help. So fair enough. But that is what we have so far. We have just just a little bit of tidbit for nice future knowledge. We have a little bit of teasing going on. But other Excuse ideas me. other ideas for the campaign. Like, we've already talked about how we want to get into Spelljammer, potentially, and get other... But one-offs. Would you be, you know, would you be one willing to run a campaign? Like, let's say we're doing a uh, a Halloween special or something. Do you think you'd have a, a Halloween oh, idea for a, uh, a one-off? I was working on one, actually. Ooh. For um, a while. Yes. And I'm going to talk to Cinnamon. um, I'm going to see if uh, he would be willing to do a Christmas one. Or a New Year's one. One of the two. (laughs) Because I know there's a lot of people that are going to be off during that time frame. So we can probably get like two or three people extra to have fun with and join in on. Like, I know my sister will have free time during Christmas. Maybe Halloween. Maybe even Thanksgiving. But... You know, grab a couple extra people in and, and just bring them in on the campaign and have some fun. Right? Just, <laughs> just a little bit of fun and just go. I, th- I think we have, I know we have four or five people on standby that are like, you know, I wouldn't mind doing a one off. Rue is one of our uh, uh, new friends that I know she might want to join in on one if, if it's the Rue? right time. Rue. Ruskerdu. Not familiar. It's okay. Uh, an- I'm sure they're great. Another fun. person. Yes. Uh, but we get her, and she'll. I know she would. She's interested in it, and would like to, but hasn't quite had the grasp of wanting to do it again for a while you know has lost a little right. bit of interest but it's not fully gone so it's like ooh, i could cut back find the right people maybe it's the right group maybe the one-off sounds good right <laughs> so maybe i'm like like i'm hoping if i if i run the christmas special it's okay I, i'll run the i'll run the christmas one-off i have kind of an idea for it <laughs> Ooh, Where, that one uh, would be interesting in Spelljammer. Right? But I was thinking of Aarakocra. Santa Claus, get it? Mm-hmm. Like the, and uh, needs help delivering presents, and you're all Aarakocra, where you can fly around and deliver presents. <laughs> Aarakocra or you, other flying races. 
Well, I just used it as an, as an example, right? I was thinking right. you're all the same race. What's a good one to use? Aarakocra. There's other good ones too, but... What, what could well, we do? we're certainly not the elves. <laughs> <laughs> we could... We could theoretically have a nice fun little campaign where hey we're helping deliver gifts but hey we have people trying to steal them you know mm -hmm. uh, so i'm <laughs> i'm i have just a little bit of an idea for that one i'm kind of curious about if someone else wants to run one all for it just please please do i'm i want to play in a one-off for at least one of these but I love running this main campaign. I've been wanting to run this campaign for over three years. So glad I finally have enough people to run. Yeah, because you've been talking to me about this one for a while. At, at least two of three years worth. Yes. And kind of hinted at it a little bit before that. Yes. Because I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't have a full substantial thing yet. Then it was like, okay, no, I have a story, right? <laughs> like, I could create something to go with this. Then I made the map, and it just exploded from there. And I was like, yeah, there we go. This is what we need I'm to do. I'm still waiting to this. see a map, by the way. Oh, I know. I got to take a picture. I just found it. <laughs> like, it's, it's in my folder, so I have it. I was like, where did it go? Where did it go? And I pulled it up, and I was like, right here, yes. Nissen. N-Y-S-N. Nissen. <laughs> That's where we're going. New Island. To sum it all up, right? Yep. That damn platypus. <laughs> yes. There's so much more to go in this campaign that is just the perfect amount of we're just having fun. Next week. Next week. Uh, and is next it Sunday week... yet? <laughs> <laughs> so next week, the campaign is run, and the following between the rolls. We're going to be talking and having some fun, and we're going to add an additional step. <laughs> What's happening on the baddie side? Ooh. So, so gonna are have... we going to do that? Are we going to do good side, bad side? We're still having whatever is happening with the bad team. We're just not having a bad team because apparently everyone wants to be on this neutral good team ish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So I need to have whatever the what the bad side is doing is still happening in the background, right? Hey, why does this emergency happen? Why do they need to go to it? Maybe it's a distraction, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're trying to do a covert thing. And they're trying to send off a uh, red flag somewhere else. Right? <laughs> we're working with essentially a cult. And Ooh. I'm going to have you help me. I'm going to have you help me. 
Ooh. I'm gonna have you roll for certain things. I'm gonna roll for other things, and we're just gonna. I'm gonna. I have a chart in front of me. I'm just gonna mark it down, and if something that needs to be resolved immediately, I'll have you roll for it. If it's something that's just oh, I can just put that in here. It's just a side note for myself. I'm gonna roll those for myself, and then just have those on the side. Twenty. So like one example. <laughs> so like one example is, oh yeah, where on the island are is the the baddies going to do something to trigger an event, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have you roll a percentage, right? Well, I just rolled a 22. So, okay. It's not going to be... They're not going big brain play. They're going to play... They're, they're just going to go and sue and some mayhem over in this little area of the island, which... Which portion of the island would it be? Well, there's about eight points, so give me a D8. Or D8, you say? Yeah, D8. And see what I mean? And we'll just work with uh-huh. that. I'm going to make a chart first. So that's what I'll be working on while, that, while that's going on. I'm going to have a little chart. I'm going to write down... Seven! So I can actually... <laughs> seven. Oh, look, we're going... It's in the western section. Ooh, that might be nope. where we are. Ooh. No. Nope. No, of the island. Western section of the island. Right? Oh, it might be just right where we are. That's interesting. No west, only east. <laughs> well, you do need to get to the eastern side of the island. You do. Personally. Because home, right? Yeah. Yep. You got you got a good connection there, so you're you're wanting to get over there. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be interesting to figure out what's what's going on, what we're gonna do, right? Ooh, there's a point. It's been a few years since Heron was there. Mayhaps the yeah. doctor has gotten out, mayhaps. If they're Never still know. alive. Mm-hmm. Additionally, because I decided to make like little places on the island that are based on your handles or of your name's sake, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have the Emerald Dragon Inn based on the, an idea that I came up with and you wanted something for rebranding and Emerald Dragon is very much a, you know, very much of that gem dragon quality of things that have been, you know, that I know you like and yep. they came out with a new book on gem dragons, which is Fizz awesome. bands. <laughs> and I want to get that book so that'll be I fun. I have it. I love it. I know you do. Also, interesting tidbit for anybody listening, Emerald Dragons are history buffs. They love lore. They love history. They love stories. And it fits your personality pretty darn well, actually. (laughs) It really does. Something I did not even know going into that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it just fell into place pretty well. But the Emerald Dragon Inn in the game setting is an inn that has a nice bar in the front that has a stained glass window made of emeralds that plays like a an organ, a gem organ, that you need a special pair of gloves and permission as a, as a bard to play. <laughs> so. Oh, geez, wait, that's right, we have a bard. We do, but they are a storyteller bard. Obis is a storyteller. Not a musician bard. 
Correct. But no, I'm I'm just sitting here just <laughs> imagining that it, it just just I keep playing little stuff through my head, something that kind of makes sense for glass, right? Or gem. Yes. And just hearing stuff like da 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 or um do 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 Funny enough, uh, one of the characters was a reference to Harry Potter. <laughs> and again, it's not the one you were expecting until I kind of just describe the character one more time to you. Mr. Platypus. I'm trying to poor, think why. Poor stuttering tra- Professor Quirrell. why. Poor, poor stuttering Professor Quirrell. Could he turn into Did a you remember? Platypus? No. The, st- the stuttering portion. And turns out to be <laughs> evil. Or not, or not as truthful. But is not evil. But was tricked by evil. Mr. Platypus was, remember, was, 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 you know, towered over by technicality by Ovis, wanting to have a drink to talk to, and uh, is is stuttering and just being really, really shy and really cute. Is actually the one that actually gets everyone. Came out of the strength slash wit test, just <laughs> stuttering the whole way through. Huh, I wonder what's going on there. Couldn't possibly be a reference. Not a Couldn't reference possibly at all. Poor <laughs> stuttering Professor Coral. Another song that just popped into my head for the. The quote unquote gem organ, right? Yes. <laughs> and I know you know what I'm talking about. There's so much of this that has just little tiny references and little tiny things going through. But yeah, yep. that was one of the that was one of my favorites. This is just the the stuttering portion of my and the whole aspect of isn't evil was influenced by evil to do an evil act. Right. Though, touching said platypus is not going to kill said platypus. So. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> it, would be, it would be funny, but I'm not going to copy, you know, everything. I'm just going to copy right. a couple little things and just make it a reference. So I know I'm going to bring in a little bit of Trigun action with, like, the Badlands stuff. There's a there's going to be a dynamic of someone hunting down a specific individual and keeps mistaking someone else to be that person. <laughs> it's going to be great. I have another reference to Cowboy Bebop. So that'll be in there. <laughs> so pay attention, listen closely. 
the whole idea of these of these puzzles you know non-lethal but made to yeah. look lethal but that is just a fun little aspect of that house that is just like like a permanent staple the fact that you broke some of the stuff in the house is hilarious <laughs> like they kicked down the door on one side and they destroyed the other you know the <laughs> cabinet on the hinge I thought I thought that was hilarious but we both know that they're not going to be very happy about that he's like eh, at least I have people on staff who can fix things right <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just It's the Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can is a reference in this as well. <laughs> if, you, if you know that movie, or Rat Race, Rat Race is another one. Like, I yep. just have these little tiny, tiny little plans to go, hmm, we're going to add this reference in today, and we're just going to, we're going to roll with it. We're just going to go with it. We're going to see what happens. We'll see if anyone catches it. <laughs> I'm excited for Fern's interview. I'm excited for Cinnamon's interview. And Zach wants to do his interview last, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go with the flow. And I am just imagining, because Fern, Seder, Ovis, right? Yes. They have a good At some design. point that there is going to be... I, I'm, just, I'm just sat here like, oh... Oh, this is gonna be like a freaking Hercules type thing or something at some point. <laughs> well, I'm very curious to find out the like the dynamic between what's going to happen with the baddies and the goodies. Are they going to eventually come together and work things out or That's all depending yeah, on the yeah. party. It's all depending on the party. Can can the party be like? Can can we convince you to be on our side instead of their side? You know we're 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 doing things for the greater good here. You, you might be left in the dust, or yeah. hmm, yeah. is is this actually the right way to go? Should we join them instead? <laughs> I I honestly, it could go anyway at that point because oh boy do I have probably the biggest reveal yet and we know based on the book that you found and the the information that we talked you know mind flares are gonna be a thing mm-hmm but they're not uh they're not always the same, as we both know. Because we both have seen the, the memes that float around of the, uh, the mind flare that helps people get out of their dungeon. Like, yeah. why did you get in here with no coat? It is cold outside. You don't have any, you don't have any proper provisions. You're starving. You're trapped. You're lost. Here, I fixed your cloak. Here. Eat some food. Now, make sure you go out the store and to the left. 
you'll be out of this dungeon. Take care and of yourself. And do not next time. come back. <laughs> Don't come back. Like take care of yourself better than this, please. <laughs> so, I have a few I, that's one of the references in this game, but at the same time, it's just too funny. And for some reason, Zack's character, Johnny, knows deep speech. We'll get into that later, but he knows deep speech? <laughs> you know that's the language of freaking mind flares, right? I, mm, That's going to be fun and interesting to work with, too. Just saying, yep. like, the book that you're reading, for some reason, there's a section in the book of mind flares and birds. You can... Tra turn it into a translation into deep speech. Ooh. So, like I'm kind of curious to find out what happens there. I like that. Yeah. So, I'm, I know you're going to find another book. It'll be fun. Maybe, just maybe, you'll be the next person to learn deep speech unintentionally. Unintentionally, ooh, goody. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that means. You know what that means, are you kidding? <laughs> it's gonna be a thing, we're gonna have it, and it's gonna be interesting. So we have one-offs coming up on holiday, holidays. Maybe not every holiday, but maybe some holidays. So if you have one for Halloween, which you said you did, right? I was working on one. I don't know if I, I have all the stuff for it anymore. Okay. Well, if you're ready I for it, have let an me idea know for it. one. Okay. I tell you what, I'll work on it. Okay. Good. I'll talk to Cinnamon to see what he would like to do. Oh. And. Have him choose a holiday if you'd like to run a one-off for this, for the group. <laughs> Maybe bring in someone else if they're interested. And I, mm -hmm. I have a full schedule to work with, and this is going to be good. I'm glad we're doing this, doing this bi-weekly and the campaign bi-weekly and alternating, so we can have we can talk works. about the campaign yep. and go back through and also add a little spiciness to the campaign <laughs> I think this would be good and because everyone else will be able to listen and hear it but they won't know what it means not fully not entirely no and I know not everyone is listening to the podcast <laughs> but oh it's, geez, it's that's right um yeah. Yeah, because um, that won't make them suspicious at all. No. Especially not the fact no. that Heron's mask isn't on anymore. Uh huh. <laughs> Even the little, like, tidbits and little pushes. Are you kidding me? Dax's not going to listen to the audio recording of that. Fern isn't going to listen. Maybe Cinnamon, but that's. Pfft. We'll, we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. But 
and you know i still have an open invitation for people who want to join in they can join the discord you know links in the bio they can you know they can join in if they have ideas they want to talk about or if they would like to join the campaign at some point or join a one-off we have room we can work with that but the goal is not to have more than like six people at a time right just to because that just would be to... hectic i've done that it is hectic it's very hectic well, technically I haven't done that, but I've done it where there's like six player characters and it's... Uh. I had one that was seven, okay? And that was too much. Like, I could get well, away with especially six on when one Especially when one of those player characters is being played as the same per by the same person as another, right? Yeah. And when... Uh, another player character is being played by the DM as a support character. Oh, I would I would back off of a support character in a, immediately in that kind um, of situation. I would um, just be running the campaign because there's too much to do. Do you remember Fizz? Yeah, I remember Fizz. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's what that was. Like, I am definitely not going to hold the same character for, like, multiple sessions. Guaranteed! <laughs> we're going to have we're gonna have one every so often just pop in and be done. And I was That's considering it. that... I was considering that with Fizz. Uh, by the point that they were getting to the end of that. But then... You lost Kiwi. I did. I lost Kiwi. Kiwi was my uh, Iquiqui Barbarian. So freaking amazing. Uh, a little overpowered, in my own honest opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Fizz was a changeling warlock that was going straight warlock and had the intention of just I'm going to do all the damage from as far off as I can and just big numbers. Big, big numbers. Yeah. That and was the intention, at least, because the party looked a little damage light at the time. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then, Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. One-shotting, what, at least half the things that we came across? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying a halberd 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 yes <laughs> love that choice of weapon yes it, it, what 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 a d12 of damage plus your strength yeah. mod yes like that's <clears throat> ridiculous because yeah I was already really strong. I had an 18 in it. Yeah. Like. But uh, keep in mind, too, Fizz ended up being pretty invaluable because if it hadn't been for Fizz, the party would have wiped itself on the first session. Oh, I know. <laughs> or very nearly so, at least. So I think what will be fun is 
later during like one of the one-offs we just mm -hmm. introduce that character back we introduce fizz in for one of them and then we introduce kiwi into another that way people have a maybe at like a higher level where it has a chance to kind of show off the things that i was oh, gonna yeah. do oh yeah like a proper one-off like oh yeah we're running a level 15 one-off for today or a level 20 because i know you want to run a level 20 one i know you do oh absolutely i do i want to see all <laughs> the shenanigans go on that a level 20 character can pull i'm game for it like i know you probably want to run that one if that's well and like keep in mind too right when I yeah. made Fizz, uh, that was the Unearthed Arcana changeling. Yeah. So it's I a remember. little different. It is a little different. Like. And on top of that, on top of that, I was using some of the uh, Xanathar's background stuff for Warlocks. On top of going yeah. heavily into Hexblade. <laughs> Rather, I should say fully, because the plan was to just keep... Fizz, 100% Warlock. No multi-classing, yes. just full Warlock. <laughs> I love the idea. And the Equiqui Barbarian was actually supposed to be a Bard-barian, which was, was supposed to be hilarious. Yes, but a Bard-barian. Very potent. I thought about it, and I think... It was going to be Bard Varian, but I was going to mix Monk in there a little bit, too. After after looking at it, I had like a few levels mm. of Monk. Mostly for the speed increase. Yeah. Which is partly to do with um, Heron's Monk multiclass, I believe. Yes, I partly. believe so as well. Yeah, yeah, speed but I'm. Yeah. But also to pick up the feet mobile. So <laughs> I think I had mine out too because 25, 35, 45. I had mine out to 45. I mean, I ended up picking up that because uh, unarmored movement, or not, not, unar not unarmored movement, I believe it's unarmored defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, okay. Unarmored move, or unarmored defense rather, martial arts because doing a D four instead of just one hit point is useful. Yep. Uh, the key abilities: flurry of blows, patient, uh, patient defense, step of the wind, all very good things. Unarmored movement. Uh, that was something. No, yeah, that's the speed increase. You get it as long as you're not wearing armor. Right. And as a barbarian... <laughs> <laughs> Deflect missiles. De Deflect Slow missiles. fall. Great one. Slow fall. <laughs> so, are, are you ready for, like, why Equiqui was so great for that, though? Hmm. The claws. The transformation. The, no, the natural transformation. claws. And the transformation. To follow all of that up, are you familiar with drunken technique? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
It's such a good <laughs> thing to have sometimes. I'm I was not going with drunken technique. I don't think I was gonna stick with the technique actually. I think I was just gonna get an, just enough in that I got what I needed. Pick up the feet. Well and then Um You pick your tradition at level three. Three. Yep. And um, one of the things that I get, once I get that, at third level, you learn how to twist and turn quickly as part of your flurry of blows. Whenever you use flurry of blows, you gain the benefit of the disengage action, and your walking speed increases by 10 feet until the end of the current turn. So I automatically get disengage if I use flurry of blows with an extra 10 feet of movement, which means I can even get out of long arm reach. And the other thing that I did, Rogue, I went with the swashbuckler, which that has its own thing that's... <laughs> yeah. Fancy footwork allows me to, during my turn, make a melee attack and the creature that I make an attack against can't make opportunity attacks against me for the rest of my turn. So, you know why it was not, like, that big of a deal for me to have, like, a disengage action? Mm-hmm. The barbarian aspect. No, please go ahead, continue attacking me. Yeah. Which is why I would never... I would never go drunken technique. I would never go swashbuckler yeah. if I were playing a barbarian. But, and this is the important thing where I am squishy, this is helpful. Uh, now, here's the third thing. And this is what really sent swashbuckler home to roost. Rackish audacity. Starting at level three, your confidence propels you into battle, you can give yourself a bonus to your initiative rolls equal to your charisma modifier. You also gain an additional way to use your sneak attack. You don't need advantage on the attack roll to use your sneak attack against a creature if you are within five feet of it and no other creatures are within five feet of you. And you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll all the other rules for sneak attack still apply. Yeah. So what this does is actually makes me much more effective in melee combat and gives me better initiative bonus. So, you know, back to what that, you know, two different dynamics, right? Mm-hmm. One is great for hit and runs that do mass amount of damage, and the other one is great for hey, I'm just going to tank it, and I'm going to hit you really hard. Yeah, exactly. Here, taste my claws, and then when I'm ready to transform, get ready to be demolished. <laughs> <laughs> get up close, a tit, and a hit hard. And then lock you into combat, because you're not getting exactly. away from me. Exactly. And I'm, I want to play a Kiwi again. If I can find Kiwi's character sheet, I'd love that. I did find a copy, by the way. Oh, you but did? But none of my notes. 
but none of my notes ah. still have those. It's, just, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We'll save it for a one-off. We'll have some fun with it. Boost it up to wherever <laughs> we're going to boost it up hey, to. Hey, Kiwi and Fizz, back at it again. Because <laughs> I liked campaigns. their dynamic, too. Well, yeah, but we're going to put them in two different campaigns. Two different one-offs. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> I don't want to put them in the same campaign. I think it'd be fun to just introduce them at like one point and then introduce them to another point in one-offs and be done with it. Yours definitely level twenty. I'm wanting to go for that that mid-range optimal build, like that anywhere between eight and twelve. You know what I mean? So, I'm just going to bring up this little point here. Um, your Barbarian, Kiwi, had slightly lower than average intelligence, correct? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, could not count in anything more than a 10. Correct. I just want to kind of, you know, call back the moment in those two's interaction where uh, Fizz absolutely broke <laughs> Kiwi. By explaining the concept of base 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just. Okay, okay. This one you have? You have 10 of them, right? Yes. Well, it's the same as 10 of one of these. One of these is the same as 10 of one of these. You have ten tens. But then, the step below that, those are ten of the one below it. <laughs> so Blowing you have tens and tens and tens and tens and tens and tens. <laughs> Blowing the mind to the point of needing to be coddled and you know... <laughs> Made it into a ball. Yeah, yeah. understood done. the concept of giving away several gold pieces. I yep. believe was Did the not. situation there. Well, also, you know, believes in full generosity, you know. Right. But doesn't know the concept of actual, like, amount of money for certain things. So, <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was funny. It, it was, I absolutely loved that moment. I loved the way that you handled that. And it was just genuinely one of the funniest interactions I've ever had during a game. Hey, when I have a character, I can actually play it based on, like, dynamics. Right. I just, I just love the idea of, oh yeah, this person's not very smart. They're a little wise, but they're not smart. Right? Mm -hmm. They know not to touch the fire. Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, they don't know how the fire technically works. Right. Well, and it's like, um... Like, Heron, how do you start a fire? I don't know. Heron doesn't claim to be smart, right? Mm-hmm. They know they're not smart. They have an average intelligence, by the way. A perfectly average intelligence. 
Oh, that was another thing. But they are wise, they are charismatic, and they are dexterous. They're also not very fortified. They don't have good constitution. No. Not very strong either, but... However, that was the other thing that I, I kind of was like, yeah, we're going to do this type of thing, and I loved it, was Heron has the title of Doctor. But what is uh, Heron's doctorate in? <laughs> Astronomy. <laughs> yep. Heron has a doctorate. Depends on uh, what you want to ask him. But he is a doctor, technically. Yep. Not a medical doctor. A doctor of what? Doctor. Yes, exactly. I'm I'm oh so thrilled to have the that well, it kinda in make, there. It kind Just, of makes sense though, because when you yes. think about it, Heron would need to be able to navigate at night. Yep. More than any time else, because that is the best time for Heron to travel. Oh, so yeah. what's he gonna use to navigate? He's not gonna use the sun. He doesn't have stars. a compass. There you go. With that, I think we have a great in like proper introduction to what we're going to be talking about during our podcasts and the dynamic that we're hoping to provide. And I really hope to hear and see you in chat and see you at the campaigns when when you can make it. Session one starts next week, and I hope. So that will be the 18th. September 18th. 4 September 18th. 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope to see you there. It's going to be me and Lily and Zach and Fern and Cinnamon. So. And it's going to be a good time. Yes. You can catch us at D&D Squirrel on Twitch or Emerald Dragon Inn. Same place, Twitch. And both of us will be streaming. And all the links are in the bio. So, I hope to see you there. Please join us. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care, everyone.